But I actually think that it can be argued that all dreams are delusions because life is unpredictable. And the notion that you can actually control your future is ludicrous. There's too many factors that are out of your control that you can't influence. So the fact that we as human beings say, oh, I'm going to make a plan and try to do this, it's like, it, it is a delusion that you think you can actually guide life. Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, welcome to another episode of CanCast, a podcast that's about information and not affirmation. And today we are going to be first, before I even talk about what we're doing today, there's somebody else on the call that I almost forgot to introduce. It's <laughs> my good friend, Hafia, a very well-spoken young Black female. And uh, spoken, but thank you, Kenneth, for having me. <laughs> All right, but so let's get into what we're talking about today. We are talking about delusions or dreams and what does that mean so a lot of times people will say oh you have to have a big dream and if you don't have a big dream then you should dream bigger and what they mean by that is if you shoot for the stars you will hit the moon and if you have a big dream then you really have a big lofty goal to work towards and thus it will make you want to work harder and longer in order to get to that goal. But my question is, when does your dream become a delusion? And what I mean by that is, how can you dissociate when you are working really hard versus when you're just working towards something that may never come into fruition? Like that 35 year old rapper from your high school that's still rapping, he still hasn't blown up. Because there's other rappers like Two Chains who rapped for a really long time before they blew up, and then he blew up. People were probably telling him to quit rapping, quit rapping, quit rapping, and then he blew up. And so now this has become, or this can become somebody's dream, man. You never know when somebody will achieve their dream. So I will throw that question to Hafia to start it off. Uh, or, or actually, first, 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 I'll, I'll answer myself. I'm not going to just throw her under the bus like that. All right. So. I think that the difference between a dream and a delusion is success. I think that is a thin line that differentiates the two. And once you have success, then literally nothing else matters. If you wanted to be, if you were a scrawny little boy and you wanted to go to NFL, then you ate and grinded and worked hard all day, walked on to every single team you got to, got onto the NFL, then and you got actually got on the team, then that's a dream. But if you're just still that same scrawny little boy and you never got to the NFL and you're 30 years old and you're still trying to get there, then it becomes a delusion. So that success that you get when you do reach your goal, it then changes your delusion from becoming a dream. And if you don't reach that success, it changes your dream to being a delusion. So, Hafia, what is your take on this? Yeah, so I definitely agree with you. And I think in the eyes of everyone else, success is kind of the factor that differentiates a dream and a delusion. But I actually think that it can be argued that all dreams are delusions because life is unpredictable. And the notion that you can actually control your future 
is ludicrous. There's too many factors that are out of your control that you can't influence. So the fact that we as human beings say, oh, I'm going to make a plan and try to do this. It's like, it's, it, it is a delusion that you think you can actually guide life through your actions. Wow. Okay. All right. So, so my, I guess my pushback to that would be, what is, what is the alternative to you then? So just because everything is delusional, right? You know, any kind of plan or anything you do with your life is a sort of delusion. That's not a bad thing. I think delusion has this negative connotation. It kind of goes back to, um, existential nihilism and how, oh, life is meaningless, but that's not a bad thing. It shouldn't make you upset. You, even though you can't control your future, you working towards a dream isn't bad. It's actually the answer to uh, an uncontrollable life is for you to just live your life and try to make whatever you want to make happen, happen. Okay. Okay. So I will, I, I see what you're saying with that everything is an illusion, basically, uh, because there's so many factors. How can we know that we will get from point A to point B, for instance? Uh, I think that's what you're trying to say, right? Mm-hmm. Or that's what you are saying. All right. So what I would say is that true, everyone's, everyone might not reach their goals or dream, but a lot of times or what it, it is wise for you to have more than one goal mm-hmm. and also to know why you are pursuing that goal. So you might have a goal that is, I want to make a lot of money. And mm-hmm. then you ask yourself and you really do some deep thinking and you find out that you really need money just so your family will never have to be poor again. Mm-hmm. And so instead of thinking in your way of, oh, I have to reach this one job, you can maybe have another role, have another career path that can open up for you and you can sustain your family. So I do agree that most dreams can be delusions. Uh, that is, I, I I see what you're saying with that, but I will say to you, mm-hmm. that even if you don't necessarily achieve your dream, you could still achieve your dream, if that makes sense to you. It does. And I, I see what you're saying in terms of kind of, I think in a different episode of your podcast, you said um, in failing to succeed that there's always a little bit of success in everything. So if I have a dream and I work toward it and I don't reach my dream, whatever happens and through the work I put in, I do, I could still reach my dream, just not in the way maybe I imagined or, you know, it's still overall a good thing. So, yeah, I think that is a great point to you. Right, and and to go into that a little bit more, that's why I feel like it's very important to know the why of why you are doing anything. Mm-hmm. If you can know why you're doing something, then you can know how to change your approach to it. You don't necessarily have to have one approach, and you can actually know what you stand for. Because, it, like in my example before, uh, I'll just use the NFL again. Um, mm-hmm. If somebody wants to go to the NFL. Well, actually, I'm going to change it from NFL to something that um, that anybody can achieve. Like, uh, what's a good, what's a good thing? 
Not anybody. I mean, when I say anybody, I mean like both sexes, because women, okay. it's going to be harder for them to get to the NFL. But let's just, let's just say being a doctor. Let's just say, yeah, being a doctor. Mm -hmm. So you want to be a doctor because you want to have a lot of money. Right. And you want to support your family. But if you know that core truth that I just want my family to never need for anything ever again, or never have a fear of not knowing where the next meal is going to come from, then you might not necessarily have to be a doctor. You might go to uh, dental school. I mean, not dental school, but you might go to your first biology class and be like, you know what? This is not for me. And yeah. then if you do that, then you're like, oh, man, I'm not going to be a doctor. So my goal is now trash. But you know what your goal stood for. So you might be like, all right. I can't be a doctor, but what? Maybe I could be a lawyer, or maybe I could be an engineer, or maybe I can go do something else. Maybe I can, maybe I'm not, I don't like school. Maybe I just want to work at McDonald's and become a manager, become a general manager, go that route. And there's a few different ways you can do it, depends on what's good for you um, as, as a person. But I just totally lost where I was even going with that. <laughs> <laughs> But, but you see what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, that's how I was going. All right, all right, I got it yeah. back. <laughs> okay. So what I was saying was that you, if you know the why, mm -hmm. then it makes it so much easier for you to move and transition in life and to always have that why there. And mm -hmm. that why, in my opinion, is the true goal. But it said was, what is your goal? Now, why are you pursuing that goal? So to answer what is your goal, you can have the actual goal it is, but you should always have that why inside of you so that you can know, okay, I might have to maneuver a different way. Yeah, I think, um, and this is, I think, what you were um, a little bit hinting at that, well, not exactly, but I do think it's important for people to have dreams. And even though I've said having dreams is, I mean, it's insane because it's, it's delusional, right? But I do think it is important for people to define a sort of future for themselves, even though um, just because it does help guide you. And then to your point in that, that why, in me attempting to reach my what, even if I never get there, I might, the experience may eventually push me until I can achieve the why, even though my original goal never materialized. Exactly, exactly. And that takes me into another, uh, something else that we were talking about even right before this, uh, mm -hmm. before we started the podcast, we were talking about uh, negativity and positivity, basically the thought processes, processes between the two, and how you can really affect your life by just how you think. Mm -hmm. And that is one thing that I would like to, I guess, raise to you, because you do make a good point that every dream can be a delusion or, yeah, every dream could be a delusion because if you're supposed to dream big, it's supposed to be close to, or if not truly a delusion so that when you achieve it, it is a, you've, hey, I've, I've, got, I've climbed to the top of this mountain and now you can look out and just yell, I am who I am, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my... I guess, question to you is, mm -hmm. uh, what you spoke to it a, a little bit about it earlier is, if there, 
can you go a little bit deeper into this, into your thought process for this? Uh, if there is no reason mm-hmm. to be doing anything, right. then how can people feel like they would want to keep doing something? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they feel that if people feel their existence is just that in and of itself, just a blip on the radar, mm-hmm. but like uh, kind of what you were saying, but just paraphrasing it. Mm-hmm. Um, then how can they be encouraged to move on and move forward in, in the future? Yeah, I think um, kind of initially when people um, analyze their existence and see like, oh yeah, I am kind of just a blip and you know, I'm here for a short time and then I'm gone and you know, nothing matters. It causes distress and it makes them feel like, you know, yeah, why do anything? What's the point? Like, but, <laughs> But that's the thing. It's actually very liberating that nothing matters because you can do whatever. And there's, I mean, yes, there will be consequences um, just based on your life. But when you look at the big picture, the consequences themselves don't matter because life doesn't matter. So it's, um, it actually frees you to, and, you know, going back to dreams, like it frees you to kind of pursue whatever you want to pursue and, you know, never feel um and that's why i said like even though dreams are delusional that's not a bad thing you don't feel don't feel like oh why am i trying to do this obviously it's not going to happen it's like it doesn't matter so just do it you know like who cares like there's it's it's it should be the most freeing thing for you because you can just do whatever you want honestly i i i can see that i can see that so by asking that question, I'm not saying that there is no reason to life. I'm just at, saying from her point of view, her perspective, if that was true, then how could people move on knowing like, well, it doesn't even matter what I do because everything just ends after this. But that your statement got me thinking that it would liberate you. And it kind of reminds me of a, uh, a TikTok that I saw recently. And they were talking about guilt-based decision-making. And one of the examples that they used for guilt-based decision-making was hell. And so they were, their premise was, okay, if we have, if we have this place called, or if we tell people that there is this place called hell, then they will make decisions as to avoid hell mm-hmm. and not go there. And if they don't make a deci- the right decision to do it, they will feel guilty about it. And then later on, they will hopefully make that right decision. Uh, so that has gotten me thinking, and I just want to hear your thoughts about it. We didn't know we were going to talk about what we we're talking about right now. This is uncharted territory, but I'm, yeah. just, I'm just thinking right now. So do you feel that religion is that vehicle to keep the masses in check? I think so. Yes, I. Um, sometimes I believe that that's kind of why uh, we started with religion and why it continues to prevail, even though um, you know some people in the scientific community feel that there's no proof or basis for any of it. I think it helps people guide their lives and deal with kind of that feeling of hopelessness and feeling of you know nothing matters and the distress that that causes so when you give them this idea that no there there is a point and your actions do matter and you know it they feel calmer 
So I do think religion helps people a lot in that way. And even though I'm not religious myself, I understand the role it plays and I see why it's so important to have it um, in our society. Okay, so I'm glad, I'm, I don't know about glad, but the funny thing is you mentioned scientists and one thing that I think we both know and hopefully most people know is that scientists disagree with each other sometimes on really big uh, topics. Mm -hmm. um, just for example, uh, this was this is not a uh, disagreement, but <clears throat> I do know that science once treated fire as a liquid, and they made a lot of equations using fire as a liquid, and they got really far saying, "Hey, fire is a liquid." But in actuality, um, if I remember correctly, thinking about my uh, chemistry two hundred one or two hundred two or something like that, <laughs> please do it if I'm wrong. Please just uh, correct me. <laughs> don't 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 chastise me. But I do know fire is not a liquid, and I think that they said that now they treat it as a plasma. And a lot of those equations are very similar, and they really got far as treating with treating fire as a liquid. But with with more uh, information, then you can make more educated decisions. So what I would like to ask you is mm -hmm. that. Um, some scientists don't believe in, you know, uh, higher creation, and some scientists do. Do you, if, and I think you said you don't really. So, if something came out and, or we got new information, I was like, oh, this is proving that something created us. Mm -hmm. How would you take that information? If scientists were saying this and it was backed up by science? Um. So, okay, I personally identify as agnostic. So I don't believe necessarily that there is a God, but I also don't believe there isn't a God. You know, I don't take a stance either way. So if that came out, I'd be like, great, you know, we have some answers. That's awesome. Um, I think it would, yeah, it would be a great thing just because I think inherently as people, that's what we want. We want to find answers. That's why science is even a thing. We keep trying to make sense of the world we live in. Um, yeah, so I think it would be a great thing and it would help a lot of people. So really in conclusion, <laughs> this was supposed to go much longer. We we're supposed to stay on the topic of dreams and delusions, but I feel that for the most part, we kind of nailed it in the first 10 minutes of, of talking about it. There wasn't really much else to go on because we kind of agreed on everything. <laughs> so I just went into uh, seeing what she believed and how she felt about different things because I didn't know exactly how she felt about those things. And it was really interesting to get her side of view, uh, I guess her point of view, and just see where she's coming from and try to enhance my point of view. But if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, follow me, uh, KaneCast Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. Official CanCast on Facebook. I think that's still what it is. Just type in CanCast. I should pop up. Uh, CanCast on TikTok. Everywhere. Thank you for everybody who tunes in. Uh, thank you to my Russian people. I see that it's a whole bunch of Russians listen to the podcast. Uh, I don't know any words in Russian, but I would say it if I did. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, be positive and be easy. <laughs>